There he is. What's up, Mister? Hey, there he is. That's what I love. That's see, that's what I love about this man. It's raw. It's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. easy. It's easy. Once we're connected, it's easy. Yeah. I am fired up. I am fired up to have you on. Uh, those of you who don't know, we're on with Mike Gutow. And Mike, we go back 19 years? Yeah. 19? Yeah, sure. 19 years. We both let's married say, up. Let's just say 20. Let's just say 20. <laughs> let's say 20. We're rounded out. We're rounded out. Uh, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, for you to share your story. Uh, you know, I've known you for a long time, but, um, you know, the cool thing about knowing someone casually through friends is like you, you see a side of them and then that's what, how, that's how you connect every time you meet. But I, I don't think enough people really know how hard you work and how much you hustle. And, you know, you're, you're the, you're my favorite serial entrepreneur is what I like to describe <laughs> you as. Right. So, you know, philanthropist, you know, uh, a, a great dad, amazing husband, just all around good dude. And, um, I appreciate all the all the kind words. Too, too kind. <laughs> well, I love the hustle. So that's that's what we're all about. We're all about sharing stories about uh, people who start from a day one, regardless of where that day one is. Right? Not everything's a success story every single time. Right? Not everything's a home run every single time. But some people just quit the very first time they go after something and then stop. And that hasn't been your case. So let's just start by you know I always like to start everything with tell me something good. So tell me something good right now that's going on with you that's got you all excited. Uh, well, that's got me all excited is, uh, even during, uh, this, uh, coronavirus pandemic that we got going on, um, my, my latest thing with our, the company that I've been working on for the last year and a half to get off the ground and started, um, I wasn't sure if it was going to still go on, but, uh, we right. just learned that, uh, on June 6th, uh, we, our, our, our company and our product is going to be highlighted on, the view national uh, oh. <laughs> TV and uh, it's, it's going to be highlighted as a, a father's day gift that you have to have. And uh, um, I'm pretty excited that they're still going on with it and uh, it's going to be good exposure for us and good everything else. And uh, I'm looking forward to that for sure. So uh, I'm glad and in, in, in everything that's going on, they're still moving ahead and doing it because Otherwise, it would have been a big letdown had that been canceled. But as of right now, it's still going on. So that's a good positive. Oh, that is beautiful. So good morning, America. The view. I mean, okay. So, so of course, you know, you're just you're just extremely lucky, and you know, you you were given like a bazillion dollars in the bank right from birth, right? So like you didn't have to work for this, right? Like this just came easy, right? It's, uh, exact, exact. Uh, uh, you know, listen. I am extremely lucky and and healthy and wealthy in the fact that I had parents. There you that, go that taught me uh, education and believed in me and taught me to believe in yourself and to taught you to believe in a hard work ethic. So in that regard, that go. wealth, that wealth is there. Was, mm. was I, you know, did I have uh, a bazillion dollars in the bank to start with? No, but um, you know, we definitely took uh, big gambles uh, along the way here and there. And um, yeah, the, ga- the gamble mainly was, you know, hard work, hard ethic, hard, hard everything else. And um see if you can turn one thing into another. And I, I guess uh, that's always kind of been instilled in me from the very beginning with my parents raising me up saying, Hey, you know, world isn't going to hand you stuff. You got to go out and make it. And, you know, depends on what you want to be, what you want to do. And that's kind of where we went. And to be honest with you, you know, I'm 44 years old. I still don't, not sure hundred percent what I really want to do, but I'm still trying things. <laughs> that's beautiful. You don't know, you know what you want to be when you grow up. That's a good right? thing. Right. 
Right, right. That's a good um, thing. Yeah, man. We I mean, were asked that question early on, right? What do you want to be when you grow up? And then all of a sudden, like one day hits where so, people stop asking you. Right. right? And I think that's one. I think that's one of the problems. Yeah. Is that you know we go to school, and by the time we're eighteen, we're supposed to go and pick a major that we're gonna. Mm. To, you know, go to school, spend all that money, spend all that, you know, college time in for the next two or three or four years to graduate with a degree in. Um, and that's supposed to be your job for the rest of your life. Well, mm. I mean, truth be told, you know, what is it? Only about 25% of the people actually graduate with their degree or working mm. with yeah. their degree they graduated in. So, yeah. um, you know, but I, I think it's always one of those things, too, that you really never know what you want to become until you're, until you're happy and content where you're you know, where you want to be. So, um, I guess, uh, you know, we'll see where everything goes from here, but yeah, I'm still searching like everybody else, man. What's the, you know, where do I want to be? I don't know. <laughs> I love that. I love, and you just keep trying stuff. Like the thing, the thing I've always loved about you is how opportunistic you are in seeing opportunities and just jumping at it, trying something, prototyping, everything's, everything's just in beta, right? It's just constantly, in motion and and that resilience um and that fortitude is just something that i admire just just tremendously about you let's let's jump on let's jump on that thing about so going to college so you were sparty on right so you're michigan state yeah went to um, michigan state yeah right okay so you went to school to how to build businesses right and so you just all you did was study the entire <laughs> time right you just had total flexibility to just study all no, the time uh, no but, okay all right what happened but, there let, let's be real. I went to Michigan State to uh, one, obviously get an education, but two, to have a good time while I'm there and, and the yeah. whole college experience. I'll just yeah. make it as PC as possible, if you know what I mean. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. There um, you go. You know, and uh, but no, it, it, it was um, you know you, you go there to try to learn and figure out who you want to become, where you where you want to be, and um, from there, I guess uh, it started off with my brother and I had an opportunity um, mm. in my senior year of college to start up a, a restaurant um right along the main strip there on grand river called all you know uh the the lease was open and you know my brother is two years older than me he already graduated they had his job and you know this opportunity came our way and we said you know what um yeah let's give it a shot let's give it an all let's do everything we possibly can to do it um uh to start up this company and, and start this restaurant up and and give it a whirl and uh mm. you know and uh we took the risk, signed a, a four-year lease, <laughs> and we started something that nobody had done at that point in time at, at, at college, which was, you know, uh, flavored wraps, healthy alternatives to, so you know, good. at the time. You know, this is back in, <laughs> so 1990, this yeah. was back in 1997, right? Yeah, at the time, yeah. there's, let's, let's warp back in the time. There's just bagel shops. There's <laughs> That's like right. That's five, right. There's five bagel shops everywhere. Of course, you got pizza. Then you got, your, you know, your big ones like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King. And we came through with something that was fresh and different alternative. weren't wasn't sure if it was going to work or not, but right. Um, right. we were we were really shocked at how well it started off. And you know, we were kind of uh, you know, I want to say Jimmy John's before Jimmy John's became popular. I mean, we weren't that bit busy, obviously, but you know, we we wound up having you know thirty employees with with six drivers on, uh, you know, to That's deliver amazing. food, and, and you know, it was. It was crazy, chaotic, and long hours, and um, uh, everything else. And and at the same time, I'm still trying to graduate from Michigan State, right? Yes. And so I did this actually during my senior year in college, and then against my mom's will, you know, she's like, "Wait, get your college degree first, graduate first. <laughs> I love your but mom. Again, mom's awesome. 
the time is in front of you, right? Like, hey, the, you know, if I wait another year, this spot along Grand River is not going to be leased out, or you know, yeah. it's not going to be open. So we had to take the opportunity when we could, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was luckily enough at that point in time. I think the thing that made it easy enough for me was that if this failed, it was still okay in the fact that I didn't really have a family to rely on at that point in time. I didn't sure. have, sure, you know, I wasn't married, didn't have kids, you know, I was yeah. young, young, I was. 20 years old i think when i started this thing and yeah um you know and but i had the energy and the drive and you know we were open at three in the morning so between my brother and i we we're each working 100 100 hours a week plus um doing this you know with all the employees and everything else and trying to figure out everything and um you know it it was it was fun and exciting why we did it um but that led us into the next chapter in our life which was um you know, after I did this for, I graduated from Michigan State. You know, mm-hmm. this is for, yeah. you know, I, you know, thanks, mom. Hey, did it. <laughs> and uh, uh, but no, you know, still continue on my my education, got my degree, and then, yeah, uh, you know, from there, uh, still finishing the four year time period. So that's pretty cool that I was happy to do that. Amazing and uh, running a business for, for my mom's sake. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah. what we realized really quickly now again, let's teleport back in time. This was a nine, uh, really right around. Uh, 1999 to 2000 mm-hmm. is when Michigan State really started expanding the uh, courses where you could take college courses at different colleges and have the trans the credits transfer still. Oh yeah, okay. And yeah. so at at that time, the summertime, students were cut in half, and it was only it was only getting more every year where there's less students in the summer, mm. you know, around the summertime. Yeah. And don't forget, we also there's there's a whole month of shutdown. In December, so really, you're only in business there for seven months of the year. You had to make your, you had to make your enough money to cover and last your rent, your mortgage, your your insurance, your, you know, utilities bill, to and, and at the end, you know, trying to make a profit and, and a living on. And again, when school was in business, we were rocking and rolling. Yeah. But, you know, then you're, you know, that got cut and cut out pretty quickly uh, when you realized what was going on and. And again, we can almost see the future on our wall that, you know, online courses will be eventually taken over. And so we realized at that point in time, you know what? Hey, if we can sell this restaurant, let's sell this restaurant and get involved in our next venture, which was um, rental properties at Michigan State. So smart. So smart. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. No, I mean, again, it's another, you know, yeah. big gamble, but, yeah. you know, we, we talked with a landlord up there who owned a lot of uh, property and, you know, it was just really kind of having the guts and courage of even just calling mm. them up. Hey, you know, <laughs> uh, how'd you get involved? How'd you get, you know, just start talking with people. And, you know, and he kind of took a liking to the fact of, wow, man, you guys remind me a lot of myself when I got in this, you know, 20 <laughs> so years ago. Awesome. <laughs> so and awesome. um, so, yeah, we kind of parlayed. We, we actually... Wind up buying a couple of rental properties from him, um, and then uh, we sold our restaurant. Uh, you know, it's profitable enough to where we can put it up for sale and sell it, awesome. and come out ahead. Come awesome. out ahead. I mean, it wasn't was like we you know cashed in it. You mm-hmm. know, it was we were happy. To, like, hey, we did it for four years. Got out before the lease renewed. Got our money back for what we pretty much had into it. Yeah. Um, but we took that money and, and bought more rental property with it. And now again, people think that this is just a. a an overnight thing it's not i mean rental properties are a 25 year investment 20 25 year investment before you start seeing any kind of return really yeah um and so 
we we got into that and at the same time um you know but the nice thing about rental properties is you don't have to be there 24 hours a day seven days a week like a restaurant mm-hmm. um, okay you know it's really just you know if you can call and maintain and keep up and everything else and the neat thing is my dad really taught my brother and I to really be handy with ourselves and he was the guy that could fix anything I mean <laughs> he, and, could, dude. And, he could fix anything and, and along the way he always just you know taught us everything well, hey when a, if a sink was broke or you know or you know hey try fixing it yourself if, it, if you can't fix it it's still broke then call somebody yeah but at least try fixing it yourself and that mm. way you can you know you know educate yourself on how do things work and how does this and that and got pretty handy doing that and but at the same time I we we sold the restaurant, bought a couple more rental properties. Um, I actually went to go work for Gordon Food Service as a sales rep for them for, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 years. And um, at the same time. Just for fun, right? Uh, Just for fun. <laughs> that, <laughs> see, see, now, now life now life has changed a little bit. I okay. guess we didn't interject. Right. Like, okay. Now the girl who I, I liked, you know, when I owned a restaurant, you know, uh, we got a little serious and, uh, and heavy and, uh, and next thing you know, it's, uh, got engaged, uh, and, uh, continue to start our life up and everything else like that. And that's when, uh, we realized, okay, uh, let's, let's start doing some, she got you, some... she got you in line, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you know, it's, she always is a dreamer along yeah, with me, but at the same awesome. time, we like, Hey, um, you know, we, we did our, uh, uh went and worked for Gordon food service for about 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, at the meantime, still had our rental properties going. Um, and again, the crazy thing about with that was, you know, you'd work, you know, all day long and then you get a phone call, Hey, my sink's clogged or, Hey, this needs to be working or my light switch isn't working or then you go drive over and fix that, you know, or, yeah. and then also sign leases for the next year and, and the house has to be inspected every year. And, you know, just usually stuff like that, you know, if anything needed to be fixed, my brother and I would usually go up there on the weekends uh, you know, on our time off <laughs> and go up there and work and, and everything else. Time and, off with a chuckle. <laughs> I love and that. Then, yeah. And then awesome. the, uh, even, even more so would be, you know, through, through work, you know, Gordon food service or, you know, my, my place of employment, you typically get two weeks a year mm-hmm. off, you know, for vacation time. Well, our vacation time, I had to use that for when our tenants moved out, we have two weeks to get the houses ready before the new tenants moved in. So that was my vacation for, you know, 15 years doing it like that, where really never took a vacation. I always just worked and hustled and got it going on and, and fixing stuff up. And, you know, but at the end of the day, like that was a, that was the, the true um, job that I really loved is working with my hands, fixing stuff at the end. You can sit back and say, wow, look at this. I made it, you know, I made this nice again. And, you know, cause you, Every year, you never know what the kids are going to do to the house. I mean, you can either get an animal house situation <laughs> where, you know, or or you, or you kids are treated it nice. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Our philosophy has always been this, and I think it's always been true that helped us out is if you give a good house, people will treat it nice. If you give a crappy house, people are going to treat it, treat it like crap. So sure. we, sure. we every year invested way more money than probably any other landlord up there does with their own properties. Always tried to give her a house that I was comfortable in. If I had a daughter, would she be comfortable moving into that place? Would I be happy as a dad sending her? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was my point. Like, if it's, you know, if it's my standards are like that, then they got to be good enough. And I think that's what's helped us out for this, you know, last 20 years now doing this to keep us, you know, in business and doing and good with the rental properties is just that. And, you know, it, it's been, it's been fun. <laughs> Um, that's, you know, know, that's something, that's something pretty awesome because I I think that, you know, you know, you know, a lot of people, right. And I think that a gift that a lot of people that you meet, uh, newly 
newly meet, they they'll see this empire that you got set up up there, right? And and people I don't. don't know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's an empire, <laughs> but yeah, it's, hey, uh, it's, <laughs> you you saw an opportunity, you took it, and you're running with it. And you and Dave are doing an amazing job. Brothers, awesome. Love your love your brother. Um, but I think what a lot of people should hear is that when I was down on my luck, I had lost my job. I had a family to to take care of and I was working like 85 different jobs. I'm horrible with my hands. I speak a lot with my hands. That's about all I can do. But <laughs> Mike here sits there and says, Hey man, Hey, I need some help uh, this weekend, you know, getting ready for some tenants that are moving in, some students that are moving in. Would you be willing to come up and help? Now Mike knows me enough to know that if I get near a wrench, more than likely the wrench is going to get hurt and not me. And, <laughs> and so he just gives me that opportunity and I could not be more grateful. I mean, I think about that and I'm grateful for that every single day. So keeping in mind that, here's my building all of this, making this happen. And he's still reaching out and helping people in the process. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't help him by spending money on labor. So any of you who are running a business like that, you understand that. And the fact is that he saw me down on my luck and I needed a, I needed a boost. And that was just a huge boost. So, so grateful for that. But I mean, the work that is involved in that, I don't think people appreciate enough. Uh, and they just see the, the monthly rent coming in. And they don't see all the work that goes in. So kudos to you for not only the effort you put in, but also uh, lending out and lending a hand uh, to me at that point in my life. Because I'm, I'm beyond grateful for that. Well, hey, it's really not just about helping out a friend, too. It's also, you know, getting in the mindset of, you know, obviously, one, if you if I can be in a position to help you out, will I help you out? Yeah. 100% of the time, because that's what this world is, right? right. Just how you can help somebody else. And, and and the other thing too is, you know, you want to hang around people that you like being around and, yeah. and, and motivate you and, and do other things and, you know, talk to them. And the, more, and the more you talk to them, like it keeps you motivated. And, you know, again, I think that's where you and I kind of had this good communication this whole time. It was like, you know, man, hey, check this out. You're doing this. Hey, you're, you know, yeah. you know, you, you inspire me to keep going. I inspire you to keep, you that's know, right. and we talked, you know, other friends who are doing well and like, man, check this out. You know, you, you kind of just keep that going. It's, 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 I, I, I equate it to kind of like, if you're in a, in a groove and you're working out and you're with people that are working out, you continue to work out and, and keep your body in shape. If you get out of shape and you're, you're not talking to people, it's probably because of that. And, you know, w- with, with that mindset, like I'll be, I'm not in the best shape right now. I need to get back in shape. Sure, <laughs> so sure. I need to start, I need to start hanging around with people that are working out again. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's just one of those things that you, you get around people you want to hang around with and, uh, I guess gravitate towards those and, and help out wherever you can. So oh, that's beautiful. But what do you, what do you, what, what, so these businesses and all this different kind of stuff that's going on, your philanthropy that you're doing uh, with, with Save Link, St. Clair, you know, do you want to talk about that at all? Like what the amazing work that you've been doing with that? Well, here, listen, I, could I talk about that? Absolutely. Well, I talk about it for two seconds. Look, I sure don't want this to be a three hour podcast, but I'm just, <laughs> I just love the conversation, let, man. I think this is let's valuable just, let, for people to hear. Let's just say, let's not get started. But here, Save Lake St. Clair. So um, my wife and I uh, um, had the opportunity. We've always said that we're going to, if we could live on a lake, let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of one of our goals. Yeah. And um, we grew up on a lake that we loved as kids, and our families grew, you know, went out and enjoyed it. And that's what we wanted to do ourselves. And we had an opportunity to buy a true fixer-upper. When I mean fixer-upper, it's just one of those houses that you – we should have been on HGTV how bad this house was. You know, it's just like, you know, and everybody, and that's the only reason why we got it because everybody else didn't want to touch it. It's just like, uh, yeah, good luck with that one. But, you know, you know me, I'll try it and dive in and see what I can do and, you know, really see what happens. So I, I, I did it and, you know, rehab this house. It took us a year and a half of doing it, you know, and uh, rehab it ourselves. And 
it was a fun project, but the, the long story is shortly thereafter that we realized the amount of pollution that's going on with this mm. lake. And Lake yeah. St. Clair, for those that don't know, it's it's really, you know, the next great lake. It's just not it's considered beautiful. a great lake because yes. huge and beautiful. You know, it's a huge lake. Mm-hmm. It's it's a connecting lake from Lake Huron to Lake Erie. And um, you know, it's a big lake. It just doesn't have the, the title of a great lake, but um and uh you know the problem is we have a uh, an old combined uh, infrastructure that mm. we continue to build on year after year after year we want this population growth but with that the old infrastructure we built overbuilt it and now anytime we have a rain a heavy rainfall there's only two options is to let people's basements flood up with sewage or dump it into the lake mm. and it's not until you move to the lake do you see every time that we have this dump and you're just see it you know like Oh my gosh, I can't believe that in the year 2020 should you know this be going on anymore. Right. Right. right yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is something that you hear, oh, 1950s, 1960s, yeah, whatever. You know, but you've raised the awareness but, to that. Like, I don't think people but, I don't and, think people were aware of all that was going on. And you just I mean, you could have easily just sat by and let it happen and just complained about it, but you did something about it. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. so that's just it. Yeah, no. So again, not to make this a long story, but like so I tried for three or four years talking with every single uh, state rep, every single person I could that was in, uh, you know, the the area about, hey, do you know that this is going on? You know, every single person acknowledged the fact mm-hmm. that it's going on, whether it's a congressman, state rep, city official. And I'm like, are you not going to do anything? Because your voices are heard 10 times louder than me. Like all of our beaches too. Our beaches are closed all the time. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second, why are our beaches closed? You want to recreate this? You want to make this? And it's all because of this situation. And if this, again, you're going to hear me talking about, but like, this is a hundred percent fixable. We don't have to live like this. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is like seriously update our infrastructure. That's already 30 years past its prime and separate sewage from storm. And we're done. And there have been communities that have done this, such as Port Huron is done with yeah. it. And you know, they started this 20 years yeah. ago, but for some reason, Oakland County and Macomb County haven't done it and haven't addressed it. And it's just been getting worse and worse and worse. And so what I got sick and tired of is sick and tired of talking with everybody. Yeah. Everybody acknowledges the situation. And I'm like, wait a second, you're my representative. You're not doing anything about it. Yeah. And, you know, I even had to, and the, and the thing that, the mm. thing that really, you know, I'll be honest with you, pissed me yeah. off is I'll keep his name out yeah. of it. But um, one of the main guys yeah. <laughs> who promotes, uh, you know, the lake around yeah. here told me to my face, stop bringing up this issue you're not going to be able to fix mm. it. Will never be. It'll never be addressed. Just prom- and I just said, I'm like, that's, you know, yeah. I, I walked away. You know, yeah. you know, that, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, fine. And I said, hey, maybe I can't get it addressed, mm. but at least I'll start the awareness process mm. and start educating people of what's happening. So yeah, I went out and started a nonprofit organization called Save Lake St. Clair. It's amazing. We're a certified 501c3, and I didn't even know what that, what the hell at that time a 501c3 was. <laughs> but, but you did it. But yes. I did, yeah, and I knew that you know, in order to be, you know, what it is, yeah. and and now we've now we've got over you know close to thirty thousand members on our on our page, which is which is fun and awesome, and but that was a project passion, yes, a, a project out of passion, yes. and, and project that you know that again, really, what it came down to was every day I look at my kids, yes, and then I look at this and I say, wait a second, and it's, and the thing too, that people need to understand is like this isn't just about the water issue about does the water look clear back? Can you use it or not? This is the drinking water for 40% of the state of Michigan. Yes. 40% mm. of the state of Michigan gets its drinking water from Lake mm. St. Clair. 
and yet we were purposely polluting it to the point where it's like you, you don't even want to get me talking about you know other things. So we'll just so yeah, I'm I'm glad I started it. Uh, you know, have we made good strides? Yes. Um, there has now been, you know, pretty much almost every single person who's running for a state representative position or even Congress position or even our last county drain works. Mm. Uh, if, what did they run on and what was their, you know, thing? Hey, I want to work to save Lake St. Clair. <laughs> like that to me is awesome. That is so, that you know? is so awesome. Well, that's, that's so the now, ownership thing, man. But, I mean, that's, you know, one of my questions I love asking people, I mean, you can probably springboard even from this. Like, what is something that you take 100% ownership for in your life? So you can't blame anybody. You can't, no one can take that excuse. Obviously, as a business owner, you experience this a lot. But something that really drives you that you take 100% ownership for, what would that be? Oh, man, I wish you would have told me that. I would have thought about this better off, than off the cuff. Well, you got your, yeah, the only ownership, here, the, only, the ownership, the only thing that I could look at every yeah. day, the accountability standpoint mm -hmm. is when you go to bed and look yourself in the mirror and say, did I do what I could do today? <sighs> and, and am, I, am I, am I making a positive or am I making a mm. negative in, in, you yes. know, in the world? You know, did I, did I help my kids out? Did I do something with my family? Did I help something with the environment? You know, whatever it is that you're, you want to be about, that's, I guess, to answer your question, the accountability factor is all on you, nobody else. Nobody out there is going to sit there and say, oh, here, let me show you how to, <laughs> how to do this. Let, yeah. let me show you how to take a, 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 you know, again, you know, something from here and, and, and make this here. Make the, you know, let me show you how to start up a 501c3. Yeah. You know, nobody, this is all stuff for you to learn. And, like, at the same time, I didn't know Facebook. I didn't know advertising. Right. I didn't know right. anything. Oh, let me show you how to do a video on Facebook and, and put it out there and, and put do a YouTube video. Yeah. You know, this is all stuff that you learn on your own and you start doing and, you know, and, and you get better at it every time. And again, you know, like everything else, you don't know what you're doing in the beginning is right, wrong or indifferent, but at least do it. Yes. Take the shot. Yeah, you know, you know, I love Try you. It. Here's, you just reminded me of another thing. So here I am deciding, okay, I, I want to launch my coaching business. I really, I mean, I just, I want to be doing this. Uh, all the time. And I, I get my first video uploaded, right? The very first call I get. The very first <laughs> I, call, I know where you're not, going with this. Like, I know where you're going with within, this. Maybe within, I don't know, nine minutes is Mike. And he's like, dude, that was awesome. I love it, man. I'm so excited you're finally doing this. Blah, blah. He's like, hey, make sure. And I didn't know this when I first started. Make sure you tilt it. Turn sideways. the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't know knowing that. I was like, I was just excited I got it out there. But there's Mike reaching out again. Nothing to gain from that. Reaching out advising guiding mentoring and i just I, i'm just so grateful for that it's just cool what you're just, saying you know here just, no that's funny because just so people know what we're talking about if you hold your camera straight up and down vertically you record something when you look at it on the screen other than facebook or anything mm -hmm. else it only shows up you know a third of the screen yeah. you know half cap where if you turn your camera to the side it's a full side you know totally different camera yes but again yeah. It wasn't until me screwing around figuring that yes. out. And just like yeah. you, my first video that I did, everybody was like, oh, man, that's great. But guess what? Turn your camera. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Turn your camera. And they're like, awesome. turn your camera. And I'm like, oh. So now, so now it's one of those things like, hey, somebody help that's me right. out. And if I see somebody that's else, right. hey, I'll help that out for sure because that's what it's all about. That's, just, that's beautiful. You know, and even if, I, like, you know, um, you know, yeah, so it's, it's it's all, that's what to me what the world should be about, just helping each other out, helping do something, 
you know, find somebody's passion and just go for it and do it. And whether it works out or not, uh, you know, that's, that's to be determined. And again, I guess that'll even lead into like, with like my, my most recent thing that I'm doing here with my brother yeah, again. Yeah. Now this is, this is something that uh, truth, truth be told, we have been sitting on this idea for 20 years, <laughs> 20, wow. 20 years, but we never, we never did anything mm-hmm. with it. So mm-hmm. here, Gary, I'm giving you all this advice and I had this idea for 20 years and I haven't done anything with it. And I finally got to the point where, uh, you know, it, it got so bad that we had this idea with my mm-hmm. dad. Um, it, and uh, what it was, it was a, an old fashioned shave brush and attached to, you know, really any shaving cream can. Love it. And we actually came, we actually came up with this event this 20 plus years ago. And, you know, we'd always get together with my dad every year, usually right around Christmas time and say, is this year we're going to do this? Is this year we're going to do this? Is this year we're going to do this? But like everything else, life got mm-hmm. in the way. You know, yeah. you have a job, family, kids. We already have another, you know, the rental property's going. And to try to start something from nothing, yeah. you know, it's a big task. It's a big, you know, and our fear was, you know, oh, if we just bring this out, we're going to get ripped off. People are going to steal your patents. You're going to do this to that, you know, and and it just every year we make an excuse why we didn't do it. Well, my my dad passed away from cancer uh, years ago. Amazing dude, prototype, fun dude. Oh, yeah, man, he's so yeah, awesome. great guy. Yeah, hard guy. I'll tell you that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. very, very, very strict. He will tell you, put you, you know, in your place in one second, and the next place he'll give you a bear yeah. hug. You know, like, yeah. no, nothing wrong. But um, at, <laughs> I think even yelled oh, at yeah. a couple times. Oh, so, no, you know. I just, I remember, oh. I, I just love the fact of parents and your mom sharing. Just like, by the way, belated happy birthday to Sharon. Um, your parents, one thing I, I always loved, especially with your dad, because I met your dad a handful of times, and you, you would have like 500 kids at your house, and he would go up to every single person there, every single one. Like, he could easily just sat back, I'm the dad, I'm the brother, walking up, talking, having conversation, and just like, it was it was like his five-second reference check to make sure, <laughs> just to make sure everything was in line. So that's, yeah. I just love that with your dad. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, he was, he was, uh. Father figure the yes, money, that's, that's for awesome. sure. But you know, but again, going back to that, uh, you know, we he he was going through cancer mm-hmm. treatment, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it got to the point where he knew he wasn't going to make it past, and he passed away. In a couple of years, my mom and dad lived in the same house for forty three yeah. years, so much stuff was in the basement. My mom calls my brother and I up a couple of years after he had already passed away, and said, "Start cleaning out the house, and start getting rid of some stuff." Yeah. And we, my brother, yeah. and I go down in the basement, we turn the corner, we turn our turn to my dad's workbench, and lo and behold. We figured out that my dad, going through his cancer treatment time, chemotherapy, just to keep himself busy and his hands busy, he sat and assembled 3,000 of our original prototype brushes oh. that we had made 20 years ago. <laughs> that is so and, awesome. And left them I, didn't, the I didn't even know that. Like, That's awesome. Oh, yeah, you know, and so, like, and every time I tell a story, even right yes. now, like, I look, you know, the hair on my hand yes. stands up, goosebumps, you know, the hair on the back of your neck stands up. And it was, like, one of those moments where you just sits back and just, again, you know my yeah. dad, you know you imagine him taking a two by four to the back of your head, <laughs> you know, hitting you with it, saying, "Damn yeah. it, you two, just take yes. the shot." And Go. so, yes. and that's what we did. And so, from that point in time, you know, Shark Tank's on TV, and you know, every, men's grooming has never been hotter thanks to Harry's and Dollar yeah. Shave Club yeah. and this. And that. We're like, you know what? It got to the point where I couldn't breathe anymore. I couldn't sleep. You know, I was just a nervous wreck that I'm going to be watching Shark Tank <laughs> and some other idiot's going to be on there. And, oh, look, I got a shave brush attached to a shaving cream can. And, like, you know, we've <laughs> all had, you know, and I probably would have jumped off the bridge and just been like, damn it, I had that idea. And, you know, we never did anything with it. And it just, 
we've all had those ideas. You know, we've all had those ideas where like, you know, would this work or not? And next thing you know, you see somebody with a, uh, you know, a product rolling around like, man, I had that idea years ago, but you just, you know, like, like everything else, you have an idea and you just kind of let it go. And this is one, this is one that we just couldn't sleep on anymore. And I just, I, we really, we're really truly are going all in a hundred percent. I actually left my job, Mm -hmm. you know, in the food service Mm -hmm. industry um, well, it was actually, you know, providing me to live yeah. <laughs> and everything else. Uh, but luckily, like I said, we have the rental properties that we can fall back on a little bit, even though we're still not making money on those. Uh, it, like everyone it's long term, though. It's but, long term. Um, long term wealth. Yep, yes. Yep. Yep. But it, it gave me uh, the opportunity and the guts, the courage to, you know, kind of listen to what my dad had told us. Like, hey, stop wasting time. Let's just put it out there. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I mean, and. And so we went through the patent process. We got not one patent, but two patents. We got a we got design and utility patented on it, which is really cool. But again, a lot yeah. of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy. And uh, you know, again, here the name of our company, in fact, is is Legacy okay. Shave. Um, and it's the it's the old the world's first shave brush that attaches any shaving cream can, mm. and it gives you a much better shaving experience. And but for us, Legacy Shave is two parts. It's the legacy our dad left behind for us to yes. find. Kind of, you know, wraps yes. up, you know, is, is there is what, why we have the name, but really shaving in itself is a legacy you usually pass on father to son as a, you know, father to son, father to son as a kid. You're always looking at your dad like, man, I can't wait to shave. That looks so fun and cool. And, yeah. you know, and you, and as, as a dad, you know, you kind of teach your kid like, hey, up and down strokes, don't go side to yeah. side, you know. And, you, and so the shaving itself is a legacy. So we, we started and formed and created Legacy Shave. So everybody out there, check out LegacyShave.com. Yes. Little shameful do it right there. do it everybody <laughs> and, needs to do, uh, it. do it now stop the podcast do it now and uh yes but like like truly everything else in our life we just said went into and, and not really knowing what we're doing or getting ourselves into but we went into it um it took us two years to get our patents and design at work and engineering work and reformulate and think thanks to 3d printing and we got a prototype up and running and it was working and, and then from there i guess it kind of took not took off, but we've had good success with it. We went, you know, we wanted to see if this was a, a product that, you know, not just we thought was cool, but did other people like it? We entered a, an invention contest and, and not, you know, the first contest we ever inve- uh, entered with our product. And lo and behold, we come away with the judges uh, favor and also the crowd so favorite, awesome. you know, so they voted on, you know, so that was a moment like they're like, okay, this is not just something that we think is cool. Obviously other people like it and, we we went for it and uh, we launched here to tie this all in. We actually launched on my dad's birthday. What a tribute! Uh, Feb, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day, uh, March seventeenth. Awesome! I didn't know <laughs> and, it was your dad's birthday. Your dad's birthday nope. is St. Patrick's. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, actually, here. Uh, so in in the buried in the G, something you probably yeah. don't know either. Buried in the G in our logo, Legacy Shave, because our last name is yeah. Gutow. We actually buried, hidden my dad's initials, TPG, and the G, really small. Oh, no we'll kidding. Back to him. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, so he's always there looking out for us, hopefully. And But, you know, the day we actually officially launched our company was at the International Home and Houser Show in Chicago. And lo and behold, I mean, this is a major show. It's kind of like the auto you know, right? auto show right? for cars around the world come to this thing. and. You know, they, they have these huge booths. I'm talking booths that people spend a couple hundred thousand dollars on them. We have this little small booth that's four feet wide by five feet deep. You know? <laughs> and and we show up there 
And after the first day, the next day we show up there, there's a trophy on our on our table as we won the International Home and Houser Show uh, design product of our category. I'm like, holy that's crap, amazing, dude! Like, that's amazing. And it, you know, so that was really neat and cool and got it out there. But it, it's been a it's been a roller coaster, sure. you know. Run. We, we we've sold a lot of product. We've had a lot of headaches, a lot of failures along the road too. With 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 this company trying to learn something. I mean, again, it, it's it's how do you take an idea? I, I mean, trust me. Now, like if somebody yeah. comes up to me, this is what I hope can ever happen. Right. Truly, is I've done this work. I know who to call and everything else. But I didn't know who to call. Nobody else right. really helped me along right. the way. But like, if somebody has an idea out there. I would love to get to the point. I'm not at the point right now, but hopefully I can at some point in time. The same thing with my brother. It's our same philosophy is to pay nice. it forward. If somebody, you know, like how do you take an idea from a napkin, something on a, you know, a, 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 something you drew on a napkin and bring it to the yep. marketplace. There's million steps yeah. in between. And every step took us five times longer than it should have. Had we just had somebody there to be like, Hey, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Here's your plastics. Here's your, here's your packaging here. You know, this is all stuff that we had to interview people. We'll go through the whole process and, you know, and we're still learning right now to, you know, to be honest with you, like, you know, is this the best packaging company? Is this about, you know, all that stuff, you know, that's something just normal businesses do. But I tell you, it was a long, longer run than we thought to get up and running. And even once since we started our company, we actually have officially launched our own shaving cream too. So now we're not just a gadget or gizmo trinket. Now we're an actual shaving cream company <laughs> with patented so awesome. with pat with patented technology that can maybe change the shaving oh game. Goodness. And you know the the hope is to get this out there. Uh, you know, again, we're still a hundred percent bootstrapped. We're not we're self funded right now at this point, but we've gotten to a point where we're gonna need outside investors. We're gonna need angel investors. We're gonna yes. need you know to get to the next that next level. And again, truth be told, like whether we get there or not, and this thing maybe, you know, maybe it will be a successful day. Maybe it doesn't be a successful day, but guess what? This goes back to the question you asked me, I think, you know, 10 minutes ago, what is your reason behind? Like I tried, I gave, I, I, I I tried it. I gave it. And guess what? If this thing Mm. fails and come tomorrow, we shut our doors Mm -hmm. and we don't, you know, we, we don't do anything more with this. At least I could say I can sleep the rest of my life. Okay, I tried. I gave it our all, and let's see what happens. Same thing with a restaurant. Like when we yeah. sold our restaurant, friend friends were like, "Hey, you know what happened? It wasn't successful. Was not I'm like, <laughs> like, hey, like, hey, I'm going in a different direction. I, I was able to sell it. You know, like, you know, people thought it was a failure, and I'm like, truth be told, I don't mm. care what people think. You know, I, I'm here to try to do what I can do for myself, my family, and and. And, you know, make sure I can just look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day and say, okay, hey, you're trying. You're trying to raise your family the best you can. You're trying to raise your, you know, your kids to believe in themselves the best they can. You're trying to, you know, make sure that you and your wife and your family are still together, you know. And at the end of the day, really that's what it comes down to is just are you trying to to keep that going Mm. or not? If things succeed or not, there's a lot, a lot of luck involved in that too. Not going to lie. But a lot of times – you also have to create your own luck. you right. I mean, like I could still have sat here having this conversation with you today, not even knowing what this thing is going to take off. We could still be in the same situation of, Oh yeah. Hey, we have this idea that we've been working on for now yeah. three years. Yeah. Should we, but you know, three years ago, we finally started it or two years ago, you know? So 
where this is going to go, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely giving me gray hair. And, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah, but you got, I mean, it, go, it, go, but, it ties to everything, right? Like, what, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want? So it ties in perfectly with legacy shave and everything, but for oh, you. Man, that's a, yeah, man, you really, you really looked that one you, in there pretty good. Like for you personally, <laughs> what do you want your legacy to be? Man, again, I wish it would have. Well, these are two. These, these two what questions are too powerful <laughs> to ponder on. I want it from your heart. There's no what, right or wrong answer. What do I want, my, le- what do I want yeah. my legacy to be? If, uh, okay, if yes. I die tomorrow, I want my legacy to be hardworking, loving dad, loving father, loving husband. And you know what? A guy who was willing to risk things and give it his all and just, Hey, he tried. And you know what? He might not have succeeded in, you know, Hey, will I be able to save like St. Clair? Probably Mm. not. I'll be honest with you. I mean, it is, it is a, I mean that right there, I I am like a, an ant looking at Mount Everest. Sure. I mean, you're, you're talking of trying to convince the community to spend not just hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars, not just millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, if not even billions wow. of dollars to change and invest in. But guess what? <laughs> Four years into it, five years into it, there's now people running. <laughs> on, on their, what's one of the, what's their platforms that they put as their thing on their ballot? I want to save Lake St. Clair. I want to clean the water. I want to clean, you know. It's working. Or it just it's just a long process to get people in position to do it. And now there is people in position that are helping out and, and willing to help out. And you know, and now like even you know so it, it, it's there, it's working. It's yeah. just whether or not yeah. will it be fixed or not? Probably not, you know, but at the same time, certain things are in motion and people are now know about it and educated. And it might not be guess what? It might not be in the next ten years, but there's probably at some point in time some kid right now who maybe got the message and hears this and hear their dad and speaking and saying, you know what, I'm going to run for, for Congress and I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this is. my initiative. And you did it. And that's, well, yeah, well, be everybody else would be sitting around talking about effort. it. something about it. <laughs> so you have like, so, but okay, yeah, so you, no, have, I, you have a lot of, a lot of plates spinning, right? And you have, you know, to, to, I, I want to value your time here. So do you, you know, first of all, we have a call to action for all angel investors out there. Get get to LegacyShave.com. Reach out to Mike. Mike, where can people find you? Where can yeah. they find you? Uh, you know, you can you can find us through Legacy Shave on there, or you know, find me awesome. on LinkedIn. Um, you know, you can do that as well, or hit me up on Facebook Messenger or whatever okay. else. It angel is, investors, but, right there. Um, okay, so let's get all the angel investors. Yeah. The second thing I'm thinking of is the podcast. If, if, I think you I think you need to have you on again if you're willing to to talk about how to launch a product. How to like those kind of yeah, questions? That's a good idea. Cool. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, and you can bring Dave on too if you want to. I mean, you guys are—it's really cool to see. It's, that's a side note for a lot of people, but um, because I know Dave, I think I can, I can speak to this. But just to see two brothers hustle with with their dad's legacy on their shoulders, I think is just is just such a gift uh, that you're giving to people. So it's it's awesome. But what's a what's a call to action that you would want people to take away from this? They hear this. They're all fired up. They're going to start showering Legacy Shave with money and Lake Saint, uh, save Lake St. Clair with money. It's, it's, <laughs> that's already happening, right? But what is the call to action that you would want to share with people to, to just get moving, right? Day one's all about, you know, day one coaching is all about day one, starting now. What, what would that be? That, that's, that's, yeah, no, it, it really truly comes down to your day one is right now. No regrets. Don't listen to the yes. naysayers. 
you're going to hear you're, you are going to hear so many people along the way say this can't be done that can't be done oh my god i can't believe you have this idea that's the stupidest idea ever well you know just just forget that noise no regrets just start it and, and it might not happen you know in in the day it, you know, it might not happen in a year. It might not happen in two or three years. Hell, look at Legacy Shape. That's twenty years. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Like, 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 no joke. It is a twenty. This is a twenty-year yes. idea that we finally said, you know, don't yes. wait. You know, and and again, is is the timing so right for that? I don't know, but I think it's better to do it now than it was twenty years ago. That's for sure. Um, you know, but at the same time, like everything else, life is short. You never know what's going to happen. Look, look at what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. The coronavirus. Yeah. Do you think that the uh, you know what's the death toll at right now? Twelve thousand people yeah. or twenty thousand? Yeah. You know whatever the heck it is, and you know, and that's yeah. just New York. You know, that's a fact. You think those twenty thousand people knew that? You know, tomorrow right. they weren't going to wake up. Right. So I mean, you never know. You can right. get hit by a car. You can. The, the point is, if you have an idea, you know, write it down. You and and start working on how you how are you going to execute that idea? Or how do you want to execute that idea? You know, how do you position yourself to to make that idea happen in, in, in the reality? And again, it might not be, hey, I got to quit my job and start this tomorrow because, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, look at look at us with with, mm-hmm. with the rental property. Like I had to work and you know, I worked basically two or three jobs while yes. that was going on. Yes. You know, so you have to have your income. To, but at the same time, make it your side you hustle go. to start. Do a side hustle gig. It doesn't have to be your, your, you know, but guess what? Work on it every night. Work on it every day. Work on it here or there. And and eventually, you know, I kind of equate it to like running a marathon. Guess what? You're not going to run a marathon just by going out and starting to run a marathon. If you are, you're the most incredible person (laughs) I've ever seen. You know, but it all starts with, you know what? Hey, guess what? I'm going to run a half mile this day. I'm going to run a mile next, next, next week. I'm going to run two miles. You know, you build it up. You start building it up. You start networking with people. You start getting this and done and just make that all happen and just make that, you know, the, the, no regret, no legacy. You know, the legacy is whatever you make it, what your legacy will become. It's just no regrets. Do it, start it. Failure, success, at least at the end of the day, you can always look at yourself and say, okay, I tried. Like, I really, yes. like, so, I mean, we don't right. know what's going to happen right. tomorrow. I mean, right. No, it's, be- I, that's beautiful. I don't know how someone's not going to take action because of that. I, this has been fun. Like, I, I'm just, I'm blown away by your enthusiasm. And, and, and again, knowing you, it's just been so cool to hear your story. And, and I'm just thanking you for your time. Well, I think I, it's just, uh, I think it's just been amazing. So, yeah, no. And I think, I think what you find out too along the way is, People always ask me now, how, how do you do, how'd you get to here? Yeah. How'd you get to there? You know what? It is one of those things too. Like start finding people that are like-minded people who are passionate about things, who are want to live instead of just mm-hmm. hide. Yeah. You know, you hang around people that are positive, yeah. not negative. Hang around people that, you know, encourage you rather than discourage you. Let that feed into you. Let, you know, listen to them and, and just, bring it all together and just you know what hey start believing in yourself and just go out and do it hey whoever is a state rep because people always say this all the time how do you have the courage to tell state reps in their faces that they're not doing a good job and the lake needs fixing <laughs> yeah yeah that state representative is the same person yeah. as you and me he wakes up every day and puts his pants yeah. on just like they're no yeah. different than you and i in fact if anything they yes. work for us yes why their job yes. is to do this so i will i will happily tell people 
when they're doing a job and her job is not doing you know a good job at all, here's video mm. proof of it. Can't we work to, like again? My main thing is kind of like like, like you is to be positive. Try to turn a negative into a positive. I could have easily started Save Legacy and Clear as one of those pages that just sits there and points fingers and been like, hey, you're you're the reason that this isn't a, you're like I said, I don't even want to call out one person <laughs> right. along the way. I've never called right. out one what I want to do is I want to build a community of people and now not just people, but people in power, people of government, people of you know state representatives and congressmen to want to work with you, you know, not yes. against you. I I know, hey. Let's build this positive momentum. And once the positivity is there and the people, I think, want it, it'll happen. At least that's yeah, what I'm well, hoping for. You're doing for. something about and it. I think that's you're, doing, the, you're doing something. And, that, and, I think that's, and I think that's the reason why, if you want to say Save Lake Sinclair's had any success at all, and building that is because it's been a positive movement of a negative and just working with people as opposed to against people. And, you know, hey, let's just, this is an issue. Can yes. we solve it? Are you, are you willing to solve it? No? Okay. Then I'll move on to yeah. somebody who is. Are, are you willing to help solve it? Okay, great. Hey, I will work with you then. You know, whatever whatever it may be. So the thing is just to surround yourself around people that are willing to work with you, not against you. Surround yourself around people that are positive, not negative. And you know what? The more you start talking with those people, the more you build your own network and community people, and you start talking with people, especially like when we go to trade shows for mm -hmm. Legacy Shave, is probably the time that I get most reinvigorated about yeah. our company is <laughs> because you talk to other people who have yes. been in your shoes, who have had the same amount of failures. And, and here, like we literally had a failure expense that really almost put us under. And, and it was our packaging. It was the whole other show we won't get into, but that would be for different podcasts. <laughs> yes, different yes, podcasts. Yes. But I mean, we, we are literally one thread away from just saying, you know what, take everything to the dumpster and throw it away and just be done with it. But again, you start talking with other people. Hey, this is just your startup, you know, issue that you have to fix. And and trust me, you'll fix it and you'll figure it out. And then tomorrow there'll be another issue that you got to fix and, and, and solve. But just keep on going after those issues. And how are you going to fix and solve? Fix and solve. Fix and solve. You know, if you want, that's the only way to keep this moving forward is if you have the positive mental attitude of, hey, this is going to work or it's not going to work. And at the end of the day, you know, you got to sit back and say. Okay, it's working or it's not working. And do we do I still know Legacy Shave is going to work or not work as far as being a profitable company? I don't know, but um, I'm still working to, to make this thing happen and trying to get out there. And my brother, we're, we're working hard and trying to get it out there. And, you know, we'll see. And, you know, a couple of good things along the way, being on The View, being on That's Good Morning so America. Awesome. Being on, <laughs> That's so awesome. You know, so hope, hopefully things will continue to go on. But, again, right now, we need the world to get back yeah. to normalcy. Yeah, big shout out. <laughs> or, big shout or otherwise, out to all those who are serving and taking care of people. I mean, it's just it's right. amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, but I want to thank the, you. The, the, those are those those are the real heroes right there. I get those it. are the people front line and the stuff that are taking it all on. So I get it. I'm grateful. I'm beyond grateful. I, I need to know. Uh, I need to know from you. What are you most grateful for? Let's leave it with gratitude. I always love to end it with uh, beginning with gratitude, end it with gratitude. What, what is what? What are you most grateful for? Uh, that that that's probably the easiest one uh -huh. that I could answer, and and it is family and friends. To, I, I'm grateful for the parents yes. that I had, and I yes. and I, and I have. Yes. You know what I mean. 
I am so grateful for the friends that I've had and mm. I have. We've always, you know, again, my parents pushed and pushed and pushed and made me learn and made my brother learn and didn't stop and didn't, you know, and taught, taught us more than anything else to believe in yourself and just to do that. And that is exactly what I want to do with my own kids, you know, even through sports and through everything like, Hey, you might not be the best soccer player in the world right now. Don't worry about it. You don't have to be just go out and do it and be, be, be a better you know, soccer player tomorrow yes. than you were today, you know, and, and just continue, you know, do and just stuff like that and, and continue to grow and develop and, and be, learn about yourself. The most thing I'm probably grateful for is the fact that I had parents that cared and they worked their mm. butt off. So my brother and I could, I guess, have a chance to try something and, and, pushed us towards trying something yes you know and and, and I'm grateful the fact that they built trust in, in myself and the fact that probably the biggest thing too is don't listen to everybody else mm. don't listen to and, and, and you know don't listen to the naysayers i am grateful for my parents first and foremost for that they sacrificed a lot yeah. you know uh with us growing up and at the same time I am very grateful for my yeah, wife. Salut. She's a <laughs> somehow I don't know how I convinced her to, to say uh, you know I do. Best sales job I in the world, right there. I am very. There it is. <laughs> hey, that is that is truly the that's your next bot podcast. What's your best sales? Your, your, that's right. Best sale you ever had in your that's life right. is that. Um, very grateful for my wife. Very grateful for my kids. Uh, it's family and friends that I'm grateful for. Um, everything else would just fall, I guess in the place. And, you know, I trust myself that if this doesn't work out, it's okay. I can go get a job tomorrow. You know, it might not be right. what I had before, but I can, I know I can, you know, rely on myself to get a job and provide for my That's family. Your tribe. Had to. That's your tribe. You, know, and, you got an amazing tribe. And that's awesome. Mike, you know, thank so you. Thank you for your time. I always, uh, you know, I, I like to end my messages with uh, a couple quick lines. Um, and it definitely ties to you. Well, did, Day one coaching is a great name, man. I love it. Hey, what's your day one? Your That's day right. one starts One day today, or day right? one. It's your decision. That's right. All right, man. Well, you yeah. you oh, matter. Awesome. I appreciate you. Go get them. Go check out LegacyShade.com. Say Lake St. Clair. Angel Investors, let's go. Share the message. If you want to join the podcast, jump on. Yes, Thanks, Mike. Yes. I appreciate you. Love Talk it. Soon. Thanks for having me on there, Friar. And uh, good. You have a good Later. one. Hey guys, really appreciate you checking out the Day One Coaching Podcast. If you have not subscribed yet, please subscribe. And if you have subscribed, thank you. Uh, and please share it with others. We try to drop little nuggets, little little lessons learned, little fancy fairy tales, whatever possible. And please be sure to follow us all over the place. Where are we at? Where are we at? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Steam it. TikTok. We're doing some fun stuff over at TikTok. We're learning. We're learning. It's day one over there. Uh, and then all the podcasting platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Podchaser. Trying to be anywhere and everywhere that is helpful and useful for you. Be sure to also check out the website, right? Dayonecoaching.com. It is the number one. Not spelled out, just the number one. Dayonecoaching.com. Or you can email us at day1coachingllc at gmail. 
Podcast.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to us. Drop us an email. We'd love to have you. Be sure to download the Anchor app. It's free. It makes it so easy for you to join a podcast. Nice and easy. Lemon squeezy. But you matter. I appreciate you. Go get them.